What's up, my friends? Michael Hoffman here. Welcome back to another episode of the Launch Into Freedom podcast. I hope you are having an awesome week so far. Today, I want to share with you some best practices for your Facebook and Instagram ads setup so that even before you start running any ads at all, you can set yourself up for not only success, but also protect yourself against potential account shutdowns or even rejected ads. Those information come directly from Facebook. So it's not just stuff that I got out of a random Facebook group or from some guru out there. Those are reliable information. And some of the stuff, I didn't even know that I had to do this. So I'm super grateful that I had the opportunity to chat with this contact person from Facebook. And I know a lot of you don't have the opportunity. So I want to share with you those information today. So let's cue the theme song and dive right in. You sometimes wonder how other experts online always almost effortlessly create six-figure launches, although you have way more knowledge, expertise, and grid, and all you hear on your launch day is crickets? In today's fast-paced society, outdated strategies like launch and day will buy don't really work anymore. Attention is the ultimate instrument of power and leverage online. More often than not, it's not the most talented or the hardest worker who stands out. It's the loudest, the one who can create the most attention who wins the game online. We are the agents of change who learn to proven pre-launch strategies used by the biggest companies in the world to build deep connections and create lasting freedom for ourselves and our audiences. My name is Michael Hoffman and you're listening to Launch Into Freedom. So let me ask you something. If you are running any Facebook ads, any Instagram ads, what's the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is probably that your account will get shut down or you will be locked out of all of your accounts. And if that happened to you in the past, chances are that you have no idea why that happened. At least that's how I felt when I got locked out of my accounts two times inside of four weeks uh, earlier this year. I had no idea what went wrong. I didn't do anything that would be against policies. And yet, still, I was locked out of my accounts. And you are not alone. Even for me, working with clients and students, a lot of times it's not really clear why their ads are rejected or why their accounts are disabled. And if you have ever been in that situation, if you try to troubleshoot your account shutdown or why you're locked out and you contact Facebook support, you submit a form or you try to chat support, you know the deal. It causes even more headaches and frustration because it seems like you can never talk to anyone that can do something about this issue. Now, as an agency owner, I'm lucky enough that I have a direct contact person to Facebook. This is not like chat support or some form that I'm going to submit, but this is a real person that I have regular calls with who can help me troubleshoot certain things. And from one of our earlier conversations, we walked through some best practices on how to structure your business manager account and also your ad accounts to set yourself up for success and also protect yourself as much as possible against random account shutdowns or other policy issues that could affect your accounts. And because most of you probably don't have that opportunity to speak to an agency representative from Facebook directly, I thought I'd share these best practices with you as well. So if you have your computer closed, make sure to pull up your business manager and follow along. Even pause and check if you already implemented these best practices. And if you haven't, 
make sure to do them as we go. And if you're out and about or you're driving in your car, obviously don't play around with your phone. But if you get the chance, get back to it and re-listen to the podcast episode once you get home or to your office. So let's dive right in. The first best practice is that you should add a backup admin to your business manager. The worst case scenario, as I mentioned, is that you get locked out of your business manager account. This could happen for a variety of reasons. This could be something you did on your personal profile, has nothing to do with your ads. But that's what happened to me earlier this year, that I got locked out of my business manager account because my personal profile was restricted. And let me tell you, you can't do anything anymore. Like, nada. Campaigns are still running, they're still live. When you are locked out, it doesn't mean that your business manager or that your ad accounts don't work anymore. It simply means that you don't have access to them anymore. And by adding another admin to your account, you'll always have another access point to the account in the case you get locked out. So this could be your business partner, this could be an employee, this could be a team member, maybe even your mom or your aunt or your sister if you are a solopreneur and you don't have anyone working with you in the business. Simply have someone in there who has a Facebook account, who has admin rights, that whose account you could use in the case that you get locked out and you could still manage some campaigns, turn them off just in case you don't want them to run while you don't have access to this account. So adding a backup admin to your business manager account is vital. Like it is really the only way you can keep access to your accounts even if you get locked out yourself. So to add a backup admin to your business manager account, you simply go to business.facebook.com and you click on the business settings. There's a little wheel in the bottom left corner. You click on that and the first window that you will see is called users and people. And in that people window, you actually have a little blue button that says add. And when you click on that, you can simply add whoever you want as a backup admin in your account. And with that hand in hand goes the second best practice, and that is the two-factor authentication. A big reason why you could be locked out of your accounts is because you haven't set up two-factor authentication. So I'm going to call it 2FA moving forward in this episode, because for someone whose first language is not English, authentication is probably the hardest word to pronounce ever. So not only you, but all the admins of the account, so even the ones you just added, as a backup admin, your mom, your sister, your business partner, your employee, all of them have to have 2FA activated. Facebook wants to protect your accounts. Like in contrary of what many people believe, Facebook actually cares about you as an advertiser because you are the one who brings them the most money. So Facebook wants to protect your business assets, wants to protect your business manager and your ad accounts. Because In the end, there is a lot of money in these accounts or in a lot of potential advertising money that you could spend that goes into Facebook's pockets. And if you don't set up the 2FA, the two-factor authentication, you make your business manager and your ad accounts accessible and vulnerable to hackers and other criminals and scammers. So yes, it is sometimes really annoying to always confirm your login and you have to like use a different app and you have to wait for like a confirmation code. But let me ask you what's worse, clicking two more times and waiting one more minute to confirm that you are really accessing your account or losing access to all your accounts and potentially being robbed. You see, the choice is easy. To set that up, 
you actually don't do that in your business manager. You need to go to your regular Facebook profile and everyone who is added as an admin on this business manager account has to do that as well. And when you go to facebook.com, you see a little triangle drop down in the top right corner of your screen. And when you click on that, it says settings and privacy. And when you click on that, you have another little wheel that says settings. So when you click on that, in the left sidebar is an option that says security and login. And when you click on that and scroll all the way down, there is a section that says two-factor authentication and use two-factor authentication. So when you click on edit there, Facebook will ask you which method of two-factor authentication you want to use. For me personally, I always give them my um, phone number so they can send me a confirmation code. And I also use an authentication app. You can choose multiple backup methods, um, as many as you want. I use the regular Google Authenticator app to actually confirm my logins when I'm on a different computer or in a different Wi-Fi network. Now, the next best practice is something unrelated to security, but it's something that goes hand in hand with Facebook's advertising policies. Now, this is something that I actually wasn't aware of at all. I didn't do it because I like to keep my things organized, but I can see how this can cause some trouble. It is a Facebook ad's best practice to only have one Facebook page connected to one ad account. What do I mean by that? In my case, I have multiple Facebook pages for my business, one for my agency, one for my lead magnets and my personal brand, one for my podcast, etc. But I only have one active ad account that I'm using currently. Now, I don't really run ads to any other page, but my lead magnet one, which is my personal brand Facebook page. But if I would like to run ads to my agency page, let's say with that same ad account, this is against Facebook's policies and could cause my account to shut down. And that is pretty significant, especially for beginners who have maybe multiple businesses who are entrepreneurs who do like drop shipping and maybe some, some coaching programs and have like different business entities and run ads themselves. It is really convenient that you could use one ad account and run ads to so many different pages with just one account and then you have one pixel and you can just mishmash all the data together and like benefit from that massive volume of information that you get. But again, you probably want to stop doing that. Instead, go to your business settings and in your business settings under accounts, you can click on ad accounts. And in there, you can easily create another ad account that you could use for every other page that you have. You can set up your own pixel. You can set up your own ad account. So this is just a best practice to avoid being yeah, shut down or, or like restricted or disabled for something that not many people are aware of. So the next two best practices are fairly new and were actually introduced with the changes Facebook made earlier this year in preparation for the iOS 14.5 privacy update that all the advertisers and all the business owners really loved and really, really struggled with. So to run ads and to track anything, you now need to first verify all the domains that you want to run ads to. Your website, you need to verify that domain. Your lead magnet landing page, you also need to verify that domain. You run ads to an affiliate offer, guess what? You also need to verify that domain. 
The point is that you need to prove that you own that domain you run ads to. And don't get me wrong, this can become really problematic if you only have a generic funnel builder domain, for example. So when you work with a software like ClickFunnels or Kajabi, and most of the times we don't really think about having our own domain with that. We always go with like, maybe in my case, it was ascendusdigitalmedia.clickfunnels.com or ascendusdigitalmedia.kajabi.com. The problem is you can't verify those domains because you don't own clickfunnels.com. You don't own kajabi.com. And in those cases, you need to buy a custom domain and connect this custom domain with your funnel or your membership software to actually be able to verify that domain. I'm going to link some links and resources in the description of this episode so you can walk through it and see how you can actually buy a custom domain and connect it to your sales funnel builder or your to your membership site builder because this would just be too much for this episode and too theoretical to actually um, that it makes sense in this podcast episode. But to verify your own domains, the one that you already own, most likely for your website already, you need to go again, to your business settings inside of your business manager. So again, we go to business.facebook.com and click on that little wheel in the bottom left corner. And in the left sidebar, you see a tab that is called brand safety. And in that section, you will find a tab called domains. Now, as usual, you will also find a blue button there that says add. And when you click on that add button, Facebook will prompt you to type in the domain you want to verify. Important here is that you type in the root domain. What is the root domain? So in my case, I have a website called launchintofreedom.co. That is the website for the podcast and for my lead magnets. And the root domain is launchintofreedom.co. A lot of times when we type in URLs and links, we have www.launchintofreedom.co or for my lead magnets, for example, I have go.launchintofreedom.co or magnet.launchintofreedom.co. Those are all subdomains. And Facebook only needs to verify the root domain in order to also verify all the subdomains that go with it. So it's important to note that when you want to verify your domain, you only type in the root domain, everything that comes after the www dot. And once you submit that domain for verification, you actually have three options to verify your domain. The first one is you could go into the source code of your website and add an HTML tag in the head section of your website. You might have to be some, a little tech savvy to do that. The second option is to upload an HTML file to the root directory. I'm completely honest with you. I have no idea how to do that. I am not tech savvy when it comes to that at all. My favorite option is the third one, and that is to update the TXT entry in the DNS settings of your domain. So this is, in my opinion, the most reliable option. This is also the option that I choose for every client and every student that I work with. And it can be done inside of five minutes. So if you click on that, in that drop down menu and choose the DNS text record option, you will get a piece of code and there are instructions steps one through five, where you just go into your domain settings into the DNS settings of your domain, depending on where you bought your domain, GoDaddy, Google domains, uh, SiteGround, they all have options to edit the DNS settings of that domain. And then you just add a TXT record with that code, and then you should be good. 
make sure that you click the verify domain button inside of your business manager to actually check if the verification worked. Sometimes the red dot there that indicates that the domain is not verified will still show up even after the domain is verified. To solve that and to turn it green, just refresh the page because a lot of times business manager is a little slow when it comes to that. But I'm also going to link some more resources and some step-by-step video tutorials in the description of this podcast episode so you can follow along and verify your domains in no time. So once you verified your domains, you are actually still not done. The next best practice is now to choose your eight conversion events that you want to track with your Facebook ads. Conversion events can be leads, can be purchases, registrations, whatever you want to track with your Facebook pixel. For that, you simply go to the events manager. If you don't know where that is, if you are in your business manager and you click on that menu button in the top left corner, you should find a little button that says events manager. In there, you can select your ad account and your pixel and then click on aggregated event measurement pretty much in the center of your screen. And under that tab, you find another button that's called manage events. And if you verified your domains correctly, you should now see a list of all the verified domains and maybe even some domains that are not verified yet. That also can happen sometimes. I wouldn't freak out about that. Sometimes the Facebook pixel tracks data from weird pages that have nothing to do with you. I would just ignore those. Um, You can remove them if you want to. But if the domains are verified and are the ones that you actually want to use, you can click on that little arrow at the end of every row and then click on manage your events. So the Facebook pixel can only track one event per session with these new updates. A session means basically someone clicks on your ad and the session ends when they exit your landing page or your thank you page or whenever they are done doing what they're doing after clicking on your ad. So if someone, for example, clicks on your Facebook ad and decides to opt into your email list, let's say you run a lead magnet advertising campaign, and on the thank you page, you offer them a low ticket product. And this person who just opted in, who is technically a lead, also buys your low ticket product and then turns into a purchase, the pixel will only track either the lead event or the purchase event, but not both. In the past, it would just track both events. So in this section inside of your aggregated event measurement in the events manager, you can now prioritize which events should be tracked in a scenario like this. So I always go from highest to lowest value. So usually purchase is in position one and leads is in position two. And when you're done with setting up your events, of course, there are so many more. There's add to cart, there is complete registration, whatever makes the most sense for you and for your business and for your funnel. Just decide in which order you want to put those events in there. But when you're done, make sure to click on review and then also confirm your changes. It might take a while for it to apply. Facebook says 72 hours. So just be a bit patient. So the last best practice that I want to talk about and that also might not be applicable to you at all And that is to verify your business with Facebook. Now, as I said, not all businesses actually have the option to do that to verify their business. And if you have it, this problem can cause a lot of hiccups. I'm still trying to verify two businesses currently. And let me tell you, it's been a journey. We're on it since the beginning of the year. And 
It somehow doesn't work. Somehow there are some backend technical issues with Facebook. No one really knows what's going on. No one can really help. You will have to submit documents that prove your business is legitimate and that you are a real person. So if you have the option, you can find it in your business settings under business info. But again, this is not really necessary. But if you have the option, you might as well take advantage of it because it doesn't hurt and it will only help your business moving forward. Because the more you can prove to Facebook that your business is legit and that you're not doing any illegal stuff, any criminal stuff, the more protected you will be from account shutdowns and so on. Now, I know this probably sounds super overwhelming right now, but please make sure that you re-listen to this episode and that you follow all these best practices step by step so you will set up your accounts for long-term success and security. And if you still say, Michael, I don't really want to deal with this, can't you help me with it? Then I got good news for you. Because as I mentioned earlier, my agency, Ascendus Digital, has direct access to support at Facebook. So our clients enjoy this premium support as well. Anytime there is an issue with your account or with your ads, we can use our exclusive contacts to resolve the issue in no time. I tell you, I worked without a Facebook contact and with a Facebook contact, it is a game changer. So If you want your business to be ready for brand new customers once September hits and the summer break is over, and if you want to present your offers and services to your dream clients only so you don't waste any of your ads budget on people you don't want to work with, but you also want the reassurance that if something goes sideways, and let's be honest, as a health and wellness coach, you are one of the most vulnerable advertisers out there on Facebook and Instagram. That's just a reality. But You also don't want to give up complete control over that side of your business and want to be involved in what happens with your money. Then that's exactly what I want to help you with. You see, the big problem with outsourcing your Facebook advertising is the missing transparency and a lot of times missing results. So if you're scared to hand over your ad accounts or if you tried running ads yourself in the past, maybe it didn't work or you even ran into some issues like your accounts were restricted or shut down, then I'd love to invite you to book a free discovery call and see if I can help you overcome these problems and scale your offers even further without having to worry about rejected ads or account shutdowns. So if you want to learn more about me and my agency, Ascendus Digital, and apply for this free discovery call, head over to ascendusdigital.com forward slash apply now. That's ascendusdigital.com forward slash apply now. I'm also going to link it in the show notes below and apply for your free discovery call today. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know this was a lot. I know this can be overwhelming. Please do me a favor and re-listen to this episode and make sure that you implement those best practices for your Facebook and Instagram ads account because I would hate to see your account being shut down for something that could be avoided that easily. As always, I'm super grateful for you tuning in and I'll see you guys in the next episode of the Launch Into Freedom podcast.